here I am in the place to be. Mr. K and B, you can't fuck with me. Extra sexy, extraordinary. Palms are hairy. Your mama pop. Can I ever just get a break? One little break. That's all I ask. I I, I just got done being sick. Well, kind of. I still got a stuffy nose. And I got a little bit of a cough, but it ain't as bad as I, when I got laid up in bed, dying. Oh my gosh. Aching. Every, I, I, I just thought it was over. <laughs> Not really, but it was, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big baby when I'm sick. But on top of all this, finally getting through all of that, I wake up yesterday and my back is tweaked. I tweaked my back, my uh, right lower side. I, I don't know what I did. Everyone keeps asking, hey, how'd you hurt your back? I was like, I don't know. I was just sleeping. I was sleeping and I woke up and I hurt my back in some way. So getting dressed was a struggle. Putting on my shoes was a struggle. Taking a shower then trying to get my underwear on and everything. It was a struggle beyond a struggle. And on top of that, welcome everybody to the Sexy Ninja Cast. I am KMB, the Sexy Ninja for C Plus Studios. Welcome to the Sexy Ninja Cast. It drops every Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It is fueled and powered by CrazyHoodies.com. All designs made by the one and only Big Daddy of the Big Daddy Forever podcast. You need to check out that podcast if you want to get some golden nuggets of awesomeness inside your head and positivity and just some just some stuff to think on because Big Daddy does that on the Big Daddy Forever podcast. Go show some love and also check his solo YouTube channel, Big Daddy of C Plus Studios. It's a great channel. Let's get those numbers up. Uh, If you are subscribed to the C-Plus Studios feed, you do get Big Daddy Forever. You do get the Sexy Ninja Cast. You get the New World Podcast, brother. You get that crazy, that juggle of logging. You get the staple of C-Plus Studios. The staple, the foundation of what C-Plus Studios was built on. The Social Vent Podcast. And we just dropped one hell of a podcast this past Thursday. One hell of a podcast with the one and only... I keep saying one and only, but this is true here. The one and only Kevin Eastman. Uh, half, one, one half of the, the creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He came back to the Social Event Podcast willingly. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. We, we, he, they reached out to us and said, hey, Kevin Eastman wants to do an interview. And I'm like, yo, and... Uh, Big Daddy got to do that interview. Great interview. Great podcast. Go check it out right now. The Social Vent Podcast. You can't, you shouldn't miss it. You shouldn't. It's it's good stuff. It's good stuff. So, let's get right down to business for this week's Sexy Ninja Cast. While I was laid up in bed, um, I I watched a bunch of movies, and or I tried to while I was half NyQuil doped up, you know. But I rewatched The Rise of Skywalker. And as I'm wa- I, I don't really w- watch the sequel trilogy 
as much as I do the prequels or the OG trilogy. You know, I I, I don't watch the see. I, I I'll talk about them. I, I know the movies. You know, I, I read the uh, the books, uh, the adaptions of the books and whatnot. You know, I, I've read all. The, you know, I I I'm very heavily invested into the sequel trilogy without watching the sequel trilogy multiple times like I do uh, the prequels or the OG trilogy. Like, those movies are always going to. But I, I was just like, you know what? It's been, a, it's been a hot minute since I've watched The Rise of Skywalker. And after watching it, I was like, man, this movie, this movie has a big um, checklist. Like, a multi, multi, multiple big checklist of things that they have to cross off that we hated in The Last Jedi. And every time it hits, I'm like, there's one. There's one. And it was it, it was just one of those things where we, we've always made jokes about it. It's like, after J.J. Abrams finally comes back to direct this one because it was supposed to be called Trevorrow. And if you have not read the script that uh, Trevorrow did with another writer uh, uh, titled Duel of the Fates, it's a much darker... Uh, a, a, it's a much darker story than what we got with the Rise of Skywalker, and it, it definitely kept in tone with the Last Jedi, keeping things and whatnot. You know, like it, it was, it was one, it was more of a sequel to the Last Jedi than what the Rise of Skywalker was, because the Rise you can, you can literally watch the Force Awakens, skip the Last Jedi, and watch the Rise of Skywalker because it, it's just one of those things where like the Last Jedi just does not fit into this puzzle. I've already spoke my piece about The Last Jedi. I ain't going to go into it again. There's multiple podcasts of my hatred for that movie. You can go check it out. But but watching this one, and don't get me wrong, I enjoyed The Rise of Skywalker the first time I saw it. I think I saw it three times in a the theater. And it, it, it brought little joys, you know, here and there. Little joys here and there. There's moments where I was like, aww, you know. And this being... Um, Carrie Fisher's last movie, but not her last movie because they're having her daughter step in and they, you know, they CGI, uh, Carrie Fisher's face onto her and, you know, they, they got multiple scenes that, that were never used and it, it, her, it's not even on her. It's just, you know, and, and very sad. Like it broke my heart when Carrie Fisher passed away. Like that, that was a huge one for me, but watching this movie and just seeing um, Leia and everything. I'm just like, this isn't Leia. Like the, these scenes with her and Ray, like you could tell that there are scenes for something else. You know, they're, they're not specifically for the scene because they're pulling from other, um, other things that they had for her and this and that. And it, it, it's, it's just, it's weird. I'm not like, it's very weird. And, but when she passed away in this, when she gave her when she did her final choice to save Kylo's soul and everything like that, that's where I get a little bit emotional. And then R 2s there, you know, it, it's just a big thing. But the the checklist, like Rose Tico being one of the worst Star Wars characters ever, and that is my opinion. I don't, nothing against the actress; it was just the way she was written in the Last Jedi. And this one, that was another check mark. They're like, oh, you get minimal screen time. And you're out of here. Okay, what else is everyone complaining about? Oh, yeah. We we split up Ray, Poe, and Finn. Guess what? They're going to be together now. We're even going to mention it in dialogue. Like uh, when like when Ray's like, I got to go, you know, I, I got to go by myself. And Finn's like, no. And Poe's like, no, we go together. 
Because that's what this audience wants. They want us together. And, you know, then, then uh, the, the whole Snoke thing is, was, was funny. Because I remember when they killed Snoke, I was like, oh, I really wonder how they're going to explain this in the, the next movie. Uh, uh, you know, I was like, they just killed Snoke. They introduced this dude as his, as big bad. And, you know, even had a hologram of him being in the big, big, big hologram when Kylo was talking to him and everything like that. They're like, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, he, he was a clone that Palpatine made. And, with, and just the introduction of Palpatine, don't get me wrong. Ian McDermott is always close to my heart. And so I remember when they announced that Palpatine was going to be in this uh, final chapter of the sequel trilogy. I was like, holy crap, Ian McDermott's coming back? Oh, my, I, I can't wait to hear how Palpatine is alive. I, you know, and <laughs> Oscar Isaac says the famous line, somehow he returned. Oh, my gosh, Palpatine's here. You know, and everyone's like, oh, what? Pulling the strings the whole time? And I'm like, there's... That's it? He's just been on this place called Exegol this whole time? And, it, you know, that that was one of those things that we like, after rewatching, I was like, huh, that does not age well. Did not age well. Um, other things in the movie, too, that were, like, big checkoffs were, like, in, in Last Jedi, you had Kylo say, let go of the past. The past is dead. I'm going to crush my helmet. Then he comes back in this one. No, we're putting the helmet back on. And it's going to look more metal because it has these awesome red lines in it. So, yeah, there we go. Back. Then it's just like, oh, yeah, another checklist. The Knights of Ren. We introduced them in the first one. Really nothing in the second one. But here they are. And they'll get their ass handed to them by Ben. Um, and, you know, they, it, it, like I said, it's just one checklist after check off after another with everything like yeah that not a thing not a thing not a thing here's the movie here's where it's going and i i i will say this i i i'm going to say this right now the 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 search for this uh dagger and when they get the dagger it's some straight up goony shit like, you know, she's like, oh, wait, there's the wreckage, you know. And then she pulls out. And she's like, oh, it lines up where we, you know, the Sith Wayfinder. That's where we're going to find the second one. And I, I didn't really put this together until I'm reading the book uh, Shadows of the Sith. Uh, and the Shadows of the Sith is um, a story with Luke and Lando. And if you remember in the movie, when they meet up with Lando and everything like that, Lando's like, oh, yeah, we were trying to look for this guy named Ochi, you know. He's the one that took Ray's parents and flew off the ship, but he was looking for the uh, Sith Wayfinder so he can get the Exegol and this and that. that that's that story. Like, uh, So, you know, but they say there was only two Sith Wayfinders. Um, Vader had one, and Palpatine had one, and... You know, now that I know that, it's just like, okay, yes, okay. So he was on um, Mustafar where Kylo went to go get the first one. And when they go get it, he's mauling through all these dudes. And it's just like, okay, so I I got a question. Why is it out in the middle of uh, this battlefield? You know, this first one. And then automatically it's like, boom, here we go. And the movie just, like, it's, in, in Star Wars terms, it's a weird, like, like, the cuts are... It goes. Like, the movie just goes. You know, it just went bam, 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 bam. 
Here we go. Bam, Kylo kicking some ass. Ooh, got the first Sith Wayfinder. Boom, goes to Exegol. Ooh, he's going to talk to Palpatine. And Palpatine's like, no. I will give you the final order. You know, it's like, oh, the final order. Because guess what? They were called the first order. This is the final order. Okay. Okay. You know, all these Star Destroyers all over here. And they're all strapped. You know, with um, uh, these planet planet killers, basically, man. Oh, okay, okay. I, I you know, it was funny. It's like I remember the first time seeing that, and I was like, "Holy shit! The final order. This is gonna be fucking nuts." And now seeing it now, I'm like, "So if we're waiting this whole time, and we have all these star destroyers coming up, I'm like, so were these?" Everyone that was, everyone that's helming or commanding these uh, star destroyers right now, they were just chilling. Now Nexigal just waiting. Like Kylo should be here soon. Palpatine says he's uh says he's running a little bit late. Uh, he still needs to get the first Sith Wayfinder. All right, guys. And you know that was the whole point of the of the thing is like he's like you got to get this thing so he can uh, go through this crazy part of space, you know, red part of space to get to here. And I thought about that too, and I was like, okay, well, if we're doing that, then how is the fleet going to get out? Also, too, you know, it, it is such a small window that they have to go through and everything like that, and Ray shows them the way to to get to Exegol, uh, you know, and then at the end, you know, when you get your uh, uh, Avengers Endgame moment, when all the ships come and, like, uh, and you know, because Poe and his fleet, they're dying and this and that, and all of a sudden... He's like, guys, I don't know what to do. They're like, General Poe. And he's like, guys, I don't know what to do. This sucks. We're getting our asses handed to us. And all of a sudden, um, Lando's like, hey, there's all, you know, basically, there's always hope. We, we came to here and all these, all these, you know, coming in. And you're like, holy shit, it's on. And I was like, wait, did they go through that crazy part of space? Or they, they're just. You know, because there's a lot of them. There's a lot of ships that just boom, 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 come out of nowhere. So I was like, huh, okay, all right, all right. But it, it, but still, and I remember one thing during this battle that on Mexico that people were like, oh my God, horses. I'm not going to lie. That scene's fucking awesome. When they're like, they're not on speeders, sir. Well, what are they on? And they just come out, you know, yeah. I really enjoyed that scene. Little BB-8s keeping up. It's like, yeah, going off the war. And as much as I criticize this movie, it doesn't mean I hate this movie. This movie just has a lot of things in it. I was like, eh. Like I was texting, um, I texted uh, Doug, and I was texting Phil, and I was like, hey, you know, maybe a controversial note, maybe not. I don't know. You tell me in the comments. I feel like Ray should have died. And I think Ben should have lived. You know, because the whole point of Ray's journey is finding out who she is. And the first time when she was revealed, she's a Palpatine. I was like, uh, uh, what? I, I guess, you know, and her dad is a, in the book, they explain he's a clone of Palpatine. And, and in the book that I'm reading right now, he lived on Exegol for a very, very long time before he escaped the clutches of his father and whatnot. And. Um, the name of Ray's parents, her dad's name is Dathan. 
Um, her mom's name, Mir Mir, Mir Mir. Yeah. Mir Mir. So there you go. There, there's some nuggets. If you didn't know, or unless you're just like, I already heard of that asshole on a different Star Wars podcast. This isn't a Star Wars podcast, but I, I, I it just was, I have to share my thoughts on this. It just, I have to get it out there. Just let it all out. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I hope you're listening and being like, man, this fucking nerd, <laughs> this fucking nerd's going off on this movie. That no one cares about because the Skywalker saga is over. But yes, I think Rey should have died. You know, the whole point of her journey is like, I have to find out who I am and this and that. And we have this little mystery because J.J. Abrams loves mystery. And, you know, if you in the first one was like, yeah, we we don't know yet. But, you know, she's going to have this crazy little vision and whatnot. Then in the second one, she's still trying to find out. She goes to Luke. Luke's cut off from the force. And, you know, it's like, ah, yada, yada, yada. I'm done with this. Jedi shit, whatever, you know, you're, Kylo, whatever, you know, I I was almost about to kill him, but, you know, I was like, oh, I couldn't, so now he's one of the most evil people in the galaxy, but I was like, how metal would it have been if she actually did die, and her being the last Jedi to defeat the Sith permanently, because I thought that would make more sense, and then Ben goes on, carries on the Skywalker name, even though he's Ben Solo, but he has Skywalker blood in him, and that's the actual true rise of the Skywalker, you know, the rise of Skywalker right there, instead of her at the end of the movie being like, who are you? There hasn't been a, the old lady, there's haven't been a bunch of people here in years. I'm Ray. You know, and then she sees Luke and Leia. I, I was like, okay. And then she's like, I'm Rey Skywalker. Dude, you know, she's the two sons, blah, blah, coming full circle. You know, because JJ's like, all right, we got to be as nostalgic as possible. Make all the feels. And bada bang, bada boom, Rey Skywalker, ladies and gentlemen. Even though we all know she's Rey Palpatine. But maybe she'll just keep that under her hat. And, you know, after the movie was finished, after everything was said and done, I was like, man, I... I would love to go back and hear my first review on this because there's like, there's a lot of things that I remember being like, oh, oh, yeah, then this and this. Oh, that was another part of the checklist that made me laugh. Um, the Holdo Maneuver in The Last Jedi. Okay, as much as I hate that movie, there is some cool things in The Last Jedi. Like the Holdo Maneuver when she goes, she does the hyper, and then they pull the music back and you're like, holy shit. And... They bring that up. What do we do? The holdo maneuver. Oh, that's a one in a million shot. Then they go, they just scratch right over that, and you're like, oh, checklist. All right, last Jedi hate. Let's just get that off the table. Let's just get this off the table. So, and, and I, if I have to rank this movie now off of a uh, scale of ten, I give it a probably a six. I don't know what my first initial rating was. It was probably like eight or nine. I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm all over this movie. Put this, put the, put this movie's dick in my mouth. I'm like, Star Wars, baby. This is what I live for. You know, even, (laughs) and I remember like texting back and forth with Doug and the wife's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh man, I just finished the rise of Skywalker and I have all these things I need to talk about. She was like, don't you do that every day anyway? I'm like, yes, but today, honey, I actually finished a movie. So I'm going to talk about it. Aren't you sick? I was like, yes, I am sick as can be, but I have to let my Star Wars feelings out. Yeah. 
And with this movie too, like it, it just makes me sad. Like first movie we kill Han, second movie we kill Luke, uh, third movie you know we have to say goodbye to Leia because it, it, it's not really Carrie Fisher's fault, but her passing away before the film we even started filming. You know, it, it was just like, damn, I will never ever, ever ever see those three plus Chewie, Lando, all in the cockpit of the Falcon. With C-3PO and R2-D2. All in one shot. You know, something. A flashback. Just just something, but it's not there. Missed opportunity. Because Disney was like, no, we need to focus on the, the this set. You know, Ray, Ray, Poe, Finn. And then in the second movie, like, we're going to split them up. All right, guys? We're going to split these guys up because that's what we're going to do. Then they're like, oh, no, 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 no. We brought them back together. And when they came together in the end, they all hugged. They're like, oh my god, uh, you know, we're we're all best friends. I was like, are you really though? Because didn't at the end of the Last Jedi when Poe finally came and he finally met Ray, there was some weird little sexual tension there, and then like Finn was like, oh, I'm a little jealous now, you know, and that, you know, like with John Boyega and everything like that, Daisy Ridley and Poe and um, Oscar Isaac, you know, I feel like Daisy Ridley and John Boyega. Even though he voices a lot of his uh, stress about Star Wars and stuff like that, even though he is a certified Star Wars nerd, he went on the first set on the set of the Force Awakens. He brought his Han Solo action figure for Harrison Ford to sign. How sweet is that? He was just like, "Yo!" And then at the end of this, he's like, "Yo, fuck Star Wars, man! I ain't ever playing Finn again," you know. So then they, they it was like, okay, we we teased the the sense of him being coming a Jedi because. You know, this and that with Ray trying to teach him. And it was just one of those things where it's just like there was no plan going through because when they first announced this uh, sequel trilogy, they're like, first one's JJ, second one's Ryan Johnson, third one's Colin Trevorrow. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, you know, you know, because at the time, Ryan Johnson, like, he was on my good side because I loved Looper. Looper is such a great movie. But after, after Last Jedi, I refused to watch anything Ryan Johnson. You know, it might be selfish and petty of me, but that's just who I am. I was like, fuck no. No, Ryan Johnson's name attached to it. Fuck him. In the garbage can. Okay. All right, y'all. I feel my voice kind of like, so I'm going to take some uh, more, maybe take some cough medicine or something to soothe my throat. But there's my rant of the week. The Rise of Skywalker, episode nine. The Skywalker saga is over, but not really because Rey now is a Skywalker. And will we ever see this character again? Maybe in Lego form. That's what I'm guessing. Not even in books because they keep going backwards with the books. They're like, yo, we're going to tell that story. Here's the High Republic. Oh, yeah, we're going to go back a hundred more years there, buddy. Woo! Are you going to expand forward past? Uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Will we see an adventure with Ray? Because I like Ray. I, I I've always liked Ray. I thought that character is great. I liked Finn. I liked Poe. So, and you know, there, there's books out there. There's a Poe Poe Dameron book. You know about his uh, him being a spice runner and everything like that. There's stuff to fill in those little gaps. But will we get anything afterwards? We shall see. Hell, I'll leave, I'll write a story for Ray. I I love Ray. You know, but. There you go. Tell me what you think. What is your rating of the movie? Do you let Star Wars bug the hell out of you like it does me? Does Star Wars is every inch and part of your day? Because I'm looking down right now. I'm wearing my Chut Chut 
Rebel Force Radio shirt. I was just listening to Rebel Force Radio before I started this podcast and everything like that. Uh, I was listening to the Rogue One Extended um, soundtrack earlier. Star Wars is always a part of my life and always will be, and I will always have something to say. So the Rise of Skywalker, there we go. There's my rant. I hope you enjoyed this week's Sexy Ninja Cast. Um, every Sunday, 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 powered and fueled by crazyhoodies.com. All designs created by Big Daddy. If you are uh, subscribed to the C Plus Studios feed, you get this podcast, you get Big Daddy Forever, you get that Juggalo vlog, you get the New World podcast, and you get the social vent. Please go check out that episode with Kevin Eastman. It is so awesome and turtle-rific, you know. And, uh, yeah. I am KMB the Sexy Ninja. Like and subscribe. Share with your grandma. Share with your grandpa. Share with the bum down at Walmart. And remember, stay sexy, ninjas. Woo woo. Welcome to the wicked shit.